I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair, um, I've got to just, sorry, before we start the podcast, I just got to ask you this one question. Okay. Um, Because... This isn't me that wants to know this, but we've had some listeners write in. and They want to know, when was the last time you did something good for your wrist? Oh, that was actually really recently. Yeah? Yes, I I bought it a Maserati. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, that's fantastic, isn't it? Well, you know, it, it, it was very expensive. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, so that's it. Obviously, spending money on things is the only way that you know how to to. Demonstrate your love. I feel like uh, financial trans- transactions is the only uh, forms of love that my wrist understands. And, and But I wish that there was a way that I didn't have to spend so much money to make my wrist feel good. Well, that's, it's great that you bring that up, Alistair, because you can still do all the things you've currently been doing, spending money on your wrist. Okay? Yeah. But now you can spend less and in a more convenient manner. Really? Uh, by buying your wrist a watch right. from mvmt.com forward slash think tank. Oh. Now, I've got, I got more to tell you about this later in the show, but MVMT, uh, 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 suffice to say, they've sold over a million, do- a million watches yeah. in 160 plus countries. Are you telling me gone are the days where I have to carry a Maserati around on my wrist? On your wrist? <laughs> yes. It's become, if anything, it's more of a burden, Alistair. That, really? That Maserati. But this watch, let me tell you, sleek, minimalist design. Yeah. Comfortable leather or metal band. High quality manufacture. Look, I don't want to go on. Do these things cost sort of like $230,000 no, or no. $240,000? No, they start at just $95. Okay. Well, maybe... a fraction of the price that you'd pay for a Maserati in a department store like Meyer or David Jones. Or Sears? Or Sears or Macy's Fifth Avenue. You go to mvmt.com forward slash think tank, you can get 15% off plus free shipping and free return. Look, I'll tell you about it later tell, on in the okay, show. Okay, tell me about it later on in the show. Okay, but I want to keep you listening. Okay. okay so I'm teasing it and I'll... Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I am Alistair George William Trumbly Virtual. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. My pleasure. We are here. We're going to. We you already mentioned that we come up with five sketch ideas? Yeah, I've already said that. I've already said well, that. So you said thank you? I've, uh, I don't know if I've said thank you. So you, th- you say thank you again. No, I've already said thank you. Okay, great. Well, then, uh, look, that's all the business out of the way. And great. now just the, uh, the five sketch ideas, obviously, that we have to come up with. And okay, uh, another thank you at the end. Yeah. And, uh, and we're out of here. So we'll, well see if we can do that for you. Well, okay. this, Andy? You- I've been thinking about a little project uh, that I could come up with. <laughs> oh, which yeah. Is, um, which is like a form of, uh, I don't think it's like, it's like Facebook, but for people who don't have friends. Because 
Because the Facebook experience is hugely sort of rewarding to those who have loads and loads of friends. There's more content. There's more. Absolutely, Alistair. You know, there's got a lot more of that kind of stuff going on. Uh, but what about you're rewarded for not having friends, you know? Great. So, I mean, obviously, you, 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 you stream, <laughs> you, you, you're social. It's almost an anti-social media is what you're describing there. Oh, you, yeah. you stream, you stream on your, your wall or whatever. Do we still call it a wall? I don't think we call it a wall. I anyway. call you it call a wall. You call it a timeline now. A news feed? That's a ti- news feed, sure. Timeline, news there's, feed. There's a lot of stuff in there. You've got a lot of friends, their updates, and then you've got a lot of uh, ad content. Well, I guess you don't call it a timeline. You don't want to think about the, sort of the, the passage of time. Right, you're especially when you're so alone. So alone. Yeah, maybe. and you've got no one with you. So what would you call it? Just sort of a stasis field or something like that? Yeah. Or Stasis feel, yeah. I like that. Uh, oh, you know, maybe uh, sort of like, and I don't really like news feed because I don't, I don't think all that much news stuff happens. <laughs> well, certainly not if time doesn't pass. Yes. So, re- well, I mean, what if it's just sort of just it would be mostly ads now? I mean, so this would be great from a marketing point of view. Free up some space for more ads, the less of friends content you have mm-hmm. there. Yeah, um, that's, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, if it could just be all ads, just be all ads, but all ads that are very nice to you. There you go, ads that you can trust. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know if there is if there is a benefit at all in somebody talking about finding a way in which they could. <laughs> is there a way in which uh, you know somebody creating a Facebook for for no friends? Well, I mean, what if it was this, right? I guess it's like you're, de- you're just decorating a room. What if it's all ads, yeah. right? And then, but the ad, you can, the ads can go on there for free, right? Mm. It's free to advertise to people. Okay. But then if you want to get friend, if you're a, for somebody's friend and you want to get some content in there, mm. you've got to pay for that content oh, to so appear in their timeline. So that's good. All right. So this is, um, you know, because you notice there's a lot, people want to see their friend's content mm. and they don't want to see the ad content. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's. Maybe we're flipping this whole thing around. I like that okay, a lot. Because that's the content people are going there for. So why not charge them for that? Yeah, okay. Right? I mean, look, this, it sounds like it'll be, like, it's, it's like, it's like bottled, bottled water, right? It sounds like it'll be, it would be crazy for people to, to shift from something that is already free. Yes. You know, insane. basically, it's insane, <laughs> and then move to this thing that is bottled and probably you know awful for the planet. I don't know if the, the oh, this of... no, don't worry, this is awful for the planet as well. <laughs> great, yeah. great. For every new user, we promise to chop down a tree. Yes, um, <laughs> that's you know that's what the well, that's what the sort of loner Facebook Zuckerberg mm. would sort of scream from the mountaintops, the bald mountaintops, where he where he where he sits in his lair. Mm. In his icy cave, that is the the, the headquarters of this uh, this startup. Yeah, um, it's uh, because because people are getting uh, what they want out of the. Uh, I'm saying then then there's this perverse incentive for mm. people instead of paying to get their content in front of their friends to become advertisers to to start corporations oh. and then because they can advertise for free, so yeah. your friends will all then have to start companies so that they can get their information to you for uh, for no money. Could be great for the economy. See, this, <laughs> this is really going to drive innovation as people try mm. and uh, find ways to save money communicating with their friends. <laughs> Look, Alistair, I don't know about this. No. What, do you, what do you reckon? Reverse, reverse Facebook pay to get your stuff in front of your mates? You know what, Andy? I'm going to give it my official thumbs down. <laughs> okay. 
Right, how about this? Which then? is not allowed on Facebook. No, all right. How about this, yeah. Alistair? Instead of clothes, yeah. right, everybody wheels around a little curtain in okay. front of them. So, like right? around them or just in front? Uh, <laughs> look, I haven't thought it through. Maybe it's all the way around. Yeah. Right? And then instead of undressing, you just pull a little thing and you. You withdraw the curtain opens. Yeah. Right. And then people could see your and naked body, and then you can pull another little cord, and it closes again. So that's good. So then you it's can, like a little show. So I guess you could sort of expose yourself, but you, it makes it more difficult to sort of to be intimate with people due to the the distance that the I guess the sort of the the, the sort of curtain rack, the curtain rod, and the the, the, the obviously the struts or whatever the struts. support the yeah. thing, and then the little wheelie base, which would limit your. Your stride length, I yeah. think. I guess it's kind of like wearing like a, a tall skirt that yes. that, that kind of hovers above your body. I guess they could also do that with drones one day. Yes, it could, it could hover. With a, there could be a drone above you sort of supporting it. Mm. But uh, the important thing is that you're sort of free to move within it, or, and, except for when you've got to push the, push the thing around when you're moving. <laughs> and your head, I guess, is above the line of the curtain. So you yeah. can still see and interact with people as you would. So that's nice. But now it's almost like you're in your own little shower bay everywhere you go. Yeah. Does that mean that you also have to use sort of all the, uh, the sort of wheelchair ramps to get up and down and around <laughs> yeah, and things like that? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The accessibility of venues is obviously going to be much more important. Yeah. Because the little shitty little caster wheels that are on the bottom of it, obviously. Yeah, they're not very good. They're not going to be able to handle even the edge of a, you know, a gutter. And and do you think that, that this will mean that there'll be a lot more sort of uh, perverts from above? Like, because you sort of, you, you yeah. will be noticeable. They won't be upskirting, but they'll be down curtaining. Yeah, down, or, you know, or up curtaining. Up curtaining, yeah. Suppose there could be some air vents in the floor, you know, on the ground or whatever that you could sort of hide in. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to see people sort of normal... Naked walking around bodies. But I don't think you'd be wheeling over vents because I reckon your little wheels would get stuck in them. So, I mean, that's probably oh yeah, probably out. That probably won't happen. That's true, yeah. You'll have, yeah. To, have to be very... I think it'll make people much more mindful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, any, any, any bullshit that we could come up with to justify this as an idea, Alistair, I think is great. Mindfulness because is... Because I, I, like, I like the visual of it. People oh, wheeling around. Because it's like being in hospital and wheeling around <laughs> that, that bag of medicine. Bag of medicine. Right, but, yeah. but for the well, or but also the ill. Yeah. But if you are ill, you could probably just hook it up to your curtain rack. Well, see, it, and this is actually really making... It's, it's going to help the ill a lot. Mm. Their lives won't change a great deal. Yeah, the world, yeah, less. I mean, they'll still be ill. Sure. Sure, <laughs> but, they, that part where they but always people feel won't, nauseous. won't realize that because they won't be able to see that they've got a bag of medicine in there. That's true. So oh, they'll, they'll just be a bag of medicine behind them. Behind them. Like sort of, and, and I guess somebody will just sneak a, seek, sneak one of those like little needles into their arm to get the tube, from, the medicine yeah. from the tube yeah. into them. I don't know why that has to be snuck in there. Well, because <laughs> you said they won't know. Oh, no, they'll know, but oh. nobody else will know. Oh, well, okay. Because well, it's inside good. their curtain. Anyway, Alistair, do you think there's a sketch in that? Yeah. 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 I mean, alternatives to clothes? Just, yeah, just people wheeling. Maybe, you know, it could be like, I could, I could picture that on a catwalk. Mm. But then, I don't, yeah, I would like to see it. I guess some of the advantages as well is that, like, if. Body types will be less important. Oh, yeah, body types will be less important. Um, 
Also, if there's a fire, it's like on your clothes mm. instead of there's a little bit of distance from from the clothes. So you, <laughs> I guess there's less li- likelihood that you'll sort of you'll burn, burn really badly, really badly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, can, but you can also just draw the curtain, just pull your little thing, and run out. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess also by being a bit wider than normal, you're sort of, I guess. As soon as you increase in width, you're automatically closer to any fires. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there could be a fire a kilometer away. Yes. But by becoming ten centimeters wider, you right. are definitely ten centimeters closer to a fire. To the fires. To up. any fighter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then there could could there also be a version of this for the beach, right? Which is just a smaller curtain mm-hmm. that is just around your nether regions. So it's just like a ring of curtain around yeah. your around your genitals and then um, maybe it hangs off your shoulders with straps or something like that <laughs> i mean they couldn't sort of just do it with floaties or you know could, or... could be yeah it could be floaties yeah i mean once you get into the water it's all it's going to be a mess i picture it yeah i know but we didn't get get into the into <laughs> we didn't get into the business of finding alternatives for clothes because we didn't want a mess that's true you know we should have known that this was coming um, yeah, a little you know it's and it's it is it is make it would make life just a little bit more theatrical, you know. Mm. And I think we need that, you know, an element of at the of end of drama. the day you could do a sort of a curtain call. <laughs> you could open up the curtains and sort Close of bow. It again. No, so. although, yeah, it doesn't really quite make sense because it really it's like if the day the day would be the theatre event, you mm. really want to close the curtains at the end of the day, you know. And then open them again, and then close them again. Well, instead, you're opening them and then closing it. Well, I guess you would open it to sort of suggest that you were changing clothes. Right. I guess you could get into your pajama rod. Your pajama curtains. Yeah, your pajama curtains. Flannelette. Sort of, yeah. yeah or you know, I guess you could either put on a new, like a new curtain onto the. <laughs> you onto hook the it onto all the little. Yeah. <laughs> you pass it through the little holes. I guess it yeah. would be nice if there was a sort of a quick release and quick. Um, well, I'd like to think that with time we develop that technology just to make people's lives a bit I easier. I guess, in, and with time, Which is why we got into this. I guess with time we'd probably also develop like a sort of a like a slightly like evolve maybe a slightly different back that that would sort of be more comfortable laying on those rods while you sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you think people should sort of sleep standing up from now on, or kind of maybe dangling? Yeah, either or. I mean, I guess I guess if they could sleep standing up, that would make my life. Well, a lot simpler. Well, what about this? Okay, as an alternative to beds. While we're coming up to alternatives to sort of, you know, very bread and butter kind of mm. objects in people's mm. lives. Like an alternative to bed, to, to beds, which is just like a, like a couple of kind of like straps that just come from the, from the roof. Yeah. A couple of like, just a loop, like a strap loop. It could be like a, you know, made of like seatbelt material. Yep, some and nice then, broad strap. Like that. And they, you just kind of lower them like that. Uh, and you sort of put your arm through one of them, and then you kind of rest it in your armpit. Yeah. And then you do it with the other one, like that. And then you kind of tug on it a little bit like a... Like a ripcord for a... Well, kind of more like a... Oh, what's one of those things where you pull it... Like, a little bit like a Venetian blind. Sure. But, but it kind of just automatically retracts, and you kind yep. of pull it, and then it just lifts you off the ground, and you kind of just dangle there from your pits. In your pits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be hugely painful. <laughs> well, <laughs> and well, probably sever the circulation to your arms. Well, you know, maybe we could maybe we could just put little hooks in the top of your skin. You know, those guys who dangle from their from hooks, hooks in their skin, skin hooks, and they yeah. do it for hours and hours, and they say that it's painless. So maybe that would be an alternative to beds, because you know, a lot of people with sort of um, one bedroom apartments and things like yes. that. You know, it's kind of there's a lot less. Uh, 
there's a lot less places for beds. And but obviously rentals, you're not allowed to put up hooks. Yeah, yeah. But you could maybe get some command strip 3M type things that you can stick to the roof. And if you have enough of them, I mean, if the weight isn't significant on your body enough to cause pain, it's probably not going to be because it's spread out over multiple hooks. Yeah, and it'd be great to be able to get one that, like a futon, could also convert into a chair, so you could also hang yourself by hooks in the sitting position. Oh, so that would be nice. Yeah, you wanted. Oh yeah, just have hooks kind of coming up through the top of your. uh... Top of your thigh and things like that. Yeah. I guess you'd just pass the hook through the muscle. So I guess that would be a kind of more solid kind of thing that would you kind of really get a grip on. Well, I guess this is kind of like the, ver- you know, we have that thing of the fashion that you see on the catwalk mm. is so far removed from what you get in day-to-day life. The furniture. Right? So this is like the, yeah, on a, on a furniture catwalk. Yeah. Um, yeah. A cat sit or something like that. Sort of, yeah. Uh, th- this would be like, you'd see this on the... The, the the furniture walks of of, of Milan, mm. you'd see somebody hanging all there off hooks, mm. you know, in a sitting position or lying down. Yeah, I guess maybe some people would just get like do, mag- do, magnets do people put under. Know what their... we're talking about with these hooks? These are like there's artists who will like put a like a almost a fish hook thing mm. through their skin on their back yeah. or on their legs or whatever, and then they'll just hang there like in a you know face down, lying suspended off suspended bits of fishing wire or whatever it yeah. is, and it looks awful. Right, and your skin all stretches out, but apparently it's fine for them. Yeah. And you know, it's it, it it seems outlandish to us, but I reckon it is only a matter of time before it, that kind of gets into the mainstream. Well, think about this. Think mm. about how easy it will be to vacuum. Right, because oh. at the moment, yeah, the, your chair legs or whatever your bed your heads, bed gets all in right? the way. You're trying to get under there to vacuum, mm. but if that was all just hooks. Hanging, yeah. Nothing's touching the ground. Yeah, it would become way more difficult to sort of get rid of the sort of the the, the kind of ceiling cobwebs, right? But yeah. but I feel like I do that even less than I vacuum. Exactly. So that's good. And maybe we'll get some sort of little hovering Roomba type thing that can buzz around, like a little robot thing can mm. go around on the roof. Oh, that's nice. Sort of little spider avoid, Roomba. Yeah, sort of spider Roomba that would avoid all the hooks. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess avoid all the people that are up there. And the people that are up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Great, you know, and I think that, you know, I guess that could... And we almost wouldn't need buildings, right? Like, we wouldn't need multi-story buildings. We'd just need, like, something... You wouldn't need floors in your building, say, right? Oh, yeah. You you just have a really high roof all the way up, several stories high, and then everyone just hooks themselves in on the ground. Yeah. And then you just get elevated to different heights. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Maybe we could get rid of buildings altogether and just sort of do it on street lamps. Street lamps. We're all just hanging there. <laughs> Off street lamps. Now, obviously, um, there wouldn't be any walls or anything, so there wouldn't be any privacy. Mm. But I figure that all these hooks hanging around at yeah. sort of head height, most people will be blinded anyway, <laughs> really quite early on in their lives. And most so of the good That's the privacy, ultimate privacy, yeah, isn't all, it? Well, most of the good privacy comes from, uh, comes from not being seen. Yes. I mean, there's some that comes from not being heard. Right. But, but. that's one of the main ones taken care of. And, and, you know, the hooks, they could get into ears as that's well. That's true. They could get mm. into ears. Mm. Maybe and mouths. Let's be honest as well. Probably going to be a lot of screaming. <laughs> so maybe you won't be able to hear overhear people's conversations. I suppose. Because of all the screaming. And I suppose you probably won't even want to hear. <laughs> you wouldn't want to hear. There you go. <laughs> You'll be screaming too. Yeah. And I guess removing of sort of like, the, you know, that the, the whole concept of shelter. Um, I guess we'll also... <laughs> 
mostly be dead from exposure. That is the ultimate privacy, isn't it? The privacy of the grave. Absolutely. Um, Not that there will be graves. There'll just be people hanging. I guess we'll hoist them just slightly higher above everyone else. Just out of the way. Yeah, is it good if they're higher? Is it good if they're high? I well, guess... then their fluids might drip on us. Is that yeah. what you're thinking? <laughs> I do always <laughs> think about that. that will add to the screaming, which increases the privacy. <laughs> which... <laughs> That's true, yeah. And what about food, though? Well, okay, I guess, food. Well, I guess, you know, the, the, we, won't, we won't need to We'll the... catch a lot of birds on all the spare hooks and wires. I guess, and, and I guess a lot of the rotting bodies will attract insects. Insects? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And you can live off a off a grub. If a grub can live off you, you can live off a grub. It's what I've always said. Okay, and that is that is the major. That's the pitch line. That's 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 our bloodline. This whole society. Um. (laughs) If a grub can live off you, you can live off a grub. Hang yourself off a series of hooks today. Wear a curtain rod. No, these are different worlds, Alistair. No, is it a different world? I it's thought it was to- the same no, world. It's a totally different world. <laughs> <laughs> people won't be walking no, but, around yeah, with their curtain rods. Yeah, in this people world. will get lowered at the beginning of the day and into, into their curtain. Right, into okay. their curtain. Oh, no, that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, if you could be lowered straight in, that'd be that'd be great. That'd be nice. The only way that people would see you if they weren't blind was just <laughs> in that descent time, and also while you're hanging there. Yeah. So, well, what if it was illegal to look up, right? See, that's good. See, that's good. Like that, by it's a death penalty. Thing. Death penalty thing. <laughs> and and you could do that by just kind of putting a Google Glass, like sort of, you know, I you guess welding a, a Google Glass. Oh, I guess you could put a visor. I thought we could sort of put a Google Glass thing welded onto people's foreheads <laughs> that monitors people's eyes and make sure they <laughs> never look up. Well, yours seems more expensive. I reckon just a visor <laughs> and like a rod that goes up behind your head. Right, so that you can't lean backwards. <laughs> That's good. Look, Is it, but can it be welded on? Yeah, all yeah. right. It's welded. I don't know what to. I don't know what, how you think welding works. I guess welding could... is really a metal, metal type yeah, thing. Or I guess sometimes a plastic, plastic. I guess a lot of people probably won't enjoy the um, the sort of removing and taking off of hooks out of their skin, and they'll yeah. probably just want to leave them in. I think the hooks are always in. Oh, you think they're so? so yeah, what? and then you just connect them to different. Well, I guess there's other hooks that connect to those hooks. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. If the hooks are always in the skin, or even if you just have permanent eyelet eyelets installed, <laughs> like oh, or maybe like a little carabine. Is that a thing? Carabiner. Carabiner. Is that is that the cl- rock climbing thing? Yeah, that's those rec- rock climbing clippy things. Those are very safe. <laughs> so that makes I really sense. Know, my statement I was about to make was those are very reliable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we like. I trust those more than I trust anybody in my life. Except for those, because now, but they're, they're, I think they're so trustworthy and reliable, mm. as you say, Alistair, yeah. that you've now get the ones that are like just on keychains and stuff. Oh, yeah. And you get them from like $2 shops and they're really flimsy. Oh, yeah. Well, and they're really diluting the, the trust and the good work that the carabiner has done. Yeah, you do have to make sure where you get them from. Yeah. Well, I'll write down alternative world. But those things are um, great if your keys ever need to go rock climbing. It's perfect. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, so, because I was thinking, so at first it was alternative for clothes, but then really we've kind of created a whole new society. Well, I, I mean, I would love to be able to count this second thing as a second sketch, to be honest. The hook world. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. certainly we've done enough talking to justify two sketches. I mean, yeah, but sometimes, you know, that's that's just going deeper into the world. It's not. It's not the same world, Alice. I can't. 
Your curtain, curtain, curtain clothes. Okay. And hook, hook, hook paradise. Um, hook, hook island. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Hangland is um is is a totally different thing. Well, in my mind, though, you see. You know, like, when they, they talk about, like, well, there's the resistance, let's say, to Donald Trump or to, like, whatever, you know, mm. the, you know, like, any kind of thing that people feel like they need to resist, right? Great. Good, very good description of resistance. Politically. And what it means. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, I think everyone's on board. They, I think people say a lot of the problems with these things is that it's just negative and uh, it doesn't... You know, you're not proposing anything right. as an alternative. What's <laughs> and so I think that if ever we What's were in a circumstance vision? where um, where we were resisting something, like a political yeah. movement, well, now we have something that we could put forward as an alternative. <laughs> People that would say, be, oh, well, what's your solution? I suppose you think you could do better. Well, you see, like, this is well, what it is as a sketch. It's a proposal <laughs> for an alternative that is a society that is better than America under Donald Trump. Right. Yeah, and so know. then they describe a really horrible place, <laughs> and and thus it becomes satire. And then it becomes satire. I mean, but also I just like uh, you know I do like it, just the alternatives. Uh, you know, like it's, as a sketch. Look, it's first sketch at the moment is alternatives for clothes. Yep. Even though it's just one alternative, I can you know. No, I'm sure we could come up with some others. Something with balloons. Yeah. You know? Oh, so like you know, like that song. You give me fever, you know, and people do that one when with when they wear a bunch of balloons. Fever when I hold me now. Like that, fever. <laughs> like that, and they get rid of the balloons and eventually they're nude. Oh. Like that. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, that would be an alternative for clothes if you just decide to live your life like that rather yeah. than... Um, and then at the end of the day when you get into bed, you've got to pop them all. Yeah. I guess like you could sort of do it as a, like a burlesque thing or, or it could just be sort of it, it would have lost its... It's fun. It's See, just... What about a world in which stripping mm. and taking off your clothes? Yeah. Okay, here's, here's two different versions of this idea, yeah. Alistair. Great. Right? Where just the normal way that people take off their clothes mm. is in an extremely sort of sexy way, right? So, so you know, a businessman comes home at the end of a long day. He's just there in his apartment. He lives alone, mm. right, in some apartment, right? And then he comes into the bedroom and he just... The way he takes off his clothes is the very like long, sexy dance thing. I don't think there's any music playing. Sure. That's just how everyone takes off their clothes. Yeah, right? I guess maybe for to at the moment I'm having trouble like picturing how it would work. Where you've got a second idea, I'll let you say it. Well, first. the second version is sort of the flip side of that, and this could be part of the same universe. Mm-hmm. And that is where the when hook, you go yeah. along to uh, not the hook one. <laughs> oh, by the way, in the hook one, everyone is naked, right? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I because it well, made you know, sense for the hooks. It made sense for me because of you know the curtains, were and that's being why the privacy the... was so important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, the uh, then if you were to go along to a strip club, yeah, the people taking off their clothes there, the strippers, if you will, mm-hmm. all just do it in a really matter of fact way, like exactly the way that you or I would take off our clothes, sort of. Struggling with the legs of our pants and taking like, off you know, a shoe, like, taking off a shoe with one other thing, with one, and then just the just dumping them in a pile in the corner. Yeah, All right. Is that is that anything? Like Look, it's, it's it's a sort of a it's a sort of it's a, a real switcheroo. Wheel. It's a real switcheroo. Yeah, um, it's a switcheroo. I guess, I guess it could just start. It's it's a couple of businessmen watching us at the strippers watching yeah. a strip tease, right? Yeah. And it's very matter of fact. Yeah, like that. And then maybe they. They get going. Maybe they really enjoy it. They're like, "Whoa, yeah, like that." 
Mm. And uh, and then they they grab their bags and they go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> okay. And they go get changed into their you know to their gym clothes. Yeah. But then they do it real sexily like, and then but but. You know, everybody else in the in the sort of the change room is sort of doing that. Nobody acknowledges it or Nobody anything. acknowledges yeah, it. Yeah, and I guess it would be good to see how that, if, if there's any other way that we could play that out. Like, obviously, people putting on safety gear and stuff like that. And yeah, or well, taking it off. Taking it off. Well, sorry, yes. Um, that, that, that would work a lot better. Well, I guess maybe there could be one person in the in the change room who's just getting undressed normally, and then one of the guys elbows the other guy and goes like, Look at this! <laughs> they all start checking it out. Yeah. Ooh. Or they're you know, or, or they start shaming them. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're you know they're they're being they're being provocative. I like I like and the, the idea. And, the, and these guys are like, you know, like they're homophobic, and so they don't. Right. They don't want to be. They don't want that. We don't want to see thing. that kind of thing in here. Oh come on, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I like the idea of somebody taking off uh, safety gear, mm-hmm. right? And. You know, obviously, you don't just put down your helmet. You fling it aside. Oh, yeah. Like, and everyone's doing that and flinging their helmets. And these are quite heavy helmets and they're smashing windows and knocking over, mm. uh, I guess, vases. Oh, well, I don't know be. why you have vases maybe, in like, the you know, changing like a, rooms at the building site. Maybe like a, you know, like a nice heavy helmet. Because other than those kind of plastic construction helmets, they're not necessarily that heavy. But mm. those sort of really old... Uh, Sort of metal for fire brigade helmets. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, those would you know that'd be a great helmet to remove. So maybe they're doing a sort of a fire brigade, like ancient fire brigade uh, recreation kind of or society. Or it's just olden days. It's just the olden days. Yeah, when they had that. But then you would have to sort of see the the modern strip club in the olden days. Well, they've gone through a time portal. I guess you see that. There that. you go. That's how you could explain that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's also time portals. We're rolling it all. It's all in the same universe, Alistair. Well, see, suddenly now it's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi thing. And that'll good. fit within yeah. our sci-fi sketch yeah. show. It's a Philip K. Dick. Um, really? Yeah. Is it going to yeah. be available? Electric Dreams, Stan, streaming. Brian Cranston's producing. It's Brian Cranston's going to be producing this striptease sketch. Yep. Yep. Shit. It's a coup, Alistair. What? It's an absolute coup. Like... Like they're they're Alice fighting it? for power. They're taking the power away from the the leader. Yep. Right. What, what am I writing is. down again? Or something about chickens. Oh, reverse. 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 It's it. Yeah. It's it's the reverse striptease universe. You know. Well, a reverse striptease would be putting on clothes, and they all sort of get flung onto you. Mm. Which. Uh, yeah, I think I have seen somebody do a reverse striptease once. Oh, really? Where they did get more and more dressed. Yeah. Over time. And uh did it cure your boner? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It uh it shriveled back up. I guess I guess there would be a, like and you know, I don't know if this is a sketch we would ever do, Alistair. Yeah. But a a thing that is the a, an, another opposite of a strip club, mm. which is where you go if you have an erection. Yeah. And you would like it to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, I like while you were talking. That's what I was thinking about just then right. as well. Um, it could just be like a little booklet with some photos or some uh, concepts, or it could be a clinic that you go to, and it and it just they it's a doctor that deals with your erection. But 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 like, is it not is it not cleaner to have it as a you know basically like a seedy gentleman's club or something? But you go in there and you all sit around, mm. and then stuff takes place on stage that is 
to use the parlance of the Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Street. Boner killing. Yeah, right. So, like, it shows you, like, a, shit, like a, like a, a video of, like, the Titanic sinking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, would it would it would it be a live recreation on stage of the Titanic sinking, or I guess you know, so, or like a I guess a a, to- a turtle uh, drowning in a net. Uh, it, it could it could just be like a all like, all of the I'm just copying your aquatic sinking idea, really. Aren't I? Yeah, well, I mean, it could be like it could be like a debate between Noam Chomsky and Michel <laughs> Foucault. Yeah. You know, maybe that would make that may make your boner go away, especially because Foucault will be speaking, debating in French, and then he'll have to wait for the translation. <laughs> Nothing's more boner killing than having to wait for a translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially a very complex, uh, you know, thing with fundamental sort of philosophical ideas within it. It's going to take a long time to say. Yeah, and there'll be a bit, fair bit of back and forth as he tries to confirm some of the exact linguistic. You know, points he's trying to make. Is that anything else? Yeah. Well, look, I think that 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 is. I mean, it's like, technically something. Yeah, yeah. The boner cure, sort of boner killer. Yeah, yeah I think maybe like what, while I, what, when you said that, um, I guess I was picturing a universe in which a guy who goes to a doctor and he's got an erection and he's like, I don't know what's wrong with me, doc. <laughs> this has been like this all day. Right, but does, is 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 this everyone has an erection all the time, and then you try and sometimes it goes away. Um, and no, by the, everyone, I mean all, all the people who have penises. Obviously. Well, you know, lady lady boners. Lady boners are a thing now. They're a thing now. Everybody can a have wide them. on. Yes. Anyway, um, no, I think I was just picturing a guy who was dumb who didn't know. Right, what, what an was, erection was. Yeah, and he was like, "What is going on here? <laughs> can you, can you deal with this? It's ruining the line of my pants." Like he's, he's, he's in, uh, he's at ER. Wow. He goes to the ER at hospital. Yeah. And he goes, I have to see a doctor immediately. Uh, can you tell me your level of pain? Ten. <laughs> Ten. They never say, "Can you tell me your level of pleasure?" Do they <laughs> when you go to the hospital? <laughs> Yeah, it's a very negative attitude. Oh, absolutely, so it's, they're tell like me, the opposite. Tell me your level of pain. They're like the Fake. opposite of Facebook in that they've they've removed they've they've removed the thumbs up button. Yeah, it's yeah. all thumbs down. It's all thumbs down. Um, but, but is is there something in that of like, tell me your level of pain? Oh, it's a, you know, it's an eight. Oh, tell me your level of pleasure. Six, four. Seven. I suppose the, the idea that I might have to take okay. tomorrow off work. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty exciting. <laughs> And obviously, I'm going to get a lot of attention from this. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's, that's good. That's really good. And um, t- 
to be honest, you know, not that much has been going on in my life that much recently, and this will be a great story. And also, might I say, I'm just really happy about the state of socialised medicine in this country. Yeah. It's fantastic that I can come in here mm. feeling a bit sick, but not, you know, not, not dead. And uh, and get all of this taken care of. So, oh yeah, it just kind of feels good to know that that the conservatives in our country have not managed to rip it away from us. Mm. You know, and you know when you see it happen in sort of so many other countries. You know, and I just like to see those guys lose. So, in in many ways, I would say nine. I'm nine. Feeling... I'm nine. I'm more. So, more pleasure than pain at the moment, right now, actually. But it's a lot of pain. A lot of pain. A lot of pain, though. But uh, it's just that things are so good otherwise, <laughs> and indeed because of. Um. I don't know if that's a sketch though. It feels it feels too 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 ephemeral, you know. It's, but also it's also that it's like it's somehow connected to the to the guy who doesn't know <laughs> about boners, and it's like yeah, it's it's another level. Uh, well, um, yeah, we could we could definitely disconnect it from boner man, right? But but I think um, it in it in itself, I can't I can't see unless unless it's an entirely. Bizarro hospital, mm. you know, where people and again, this is just you know, this is just the reverse striptease thing, but now with medicine, it's where people go in when they're feeling really good, and they're asked to tell somebody their level of pleasure. Well, I guess you could we could remove the boner from yeah. this altogether, and that it's just a place, it's just a hospital that asks you le- your level of pain and then your level of pleasure. Sure, but that that to me is not a, like I, I I can't think what else we do with that. You know, it's not other than the, the sketch that we just created that was almost a complete sketch. Well, it's just okay. It's just a bunch of talking. But all right, Alistair, you're right. It was funny, and I enjoyed it. This is going to be this is going to be our, our episode that we've done. We'll, we'll have the most amount of sketch ideas. Great. Other than the hundredth episode that we're going to oh, do in a few everyone, weeks. This is very exciting. Where we're going to come up with a hundred sketch ideas. Uh, and you know what, Alistair? What's that? Over that hundred episode, uh, hundred sketch episode, we're going to have a lot of people coming in. Yep. Right. We're going to get we're going to get a whole lot of guests who come in. Uh, you know, sort of on the hour. Mm-hmm. Right. And and help us along the way. Friends of the show. Yep. Friends of uh, weekly week the the Planet Planet Broadcasting, Broadcasting yep. Network. Yeah. Right. And those people, when they show up, mm-hmm. they're going to show up on time. You know why, Alistair? Why is that? Movement watches. Really? Uh, yeah. Have no, they? Oh, they, they've done something good for their wrist. They're such a great product. <laughs> They're such a great product. MVMT.com forward slash think tank. You can go, you can get 15% off a, a stylish minimalist watch. Wait, that's like, that's like 50% more than 10%. You know, that's a great way to look at it, Alistair. Yeah. It's 150% of 10%. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I know. And, and these watches, Alistair, mm. I've got one. It's a beautiful watch. Oh, I've seen you wearing it. You've looked very elegant. I look a million dollars. And incidentally, a million is the number of watches that they have sold more than. Mm. And dollars... That's exactly how many they've sold more than. And dollars is what those watches are priced in. In, yeah. but not in a million. No. In a small number of that, a Much fraction. Fraction, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could be one, 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 one hundredth. Sure, but it's much more likely to be $95 and up. Absolutely. And that's a fraction, again, a fraction yeah. of what you would pay in a department store for an uh, equivalent watch. Oh, when I go it probably wouldn't be as good, let's be honest. Even walking in, you know, going to a department store these days is going to cost you two, three hundred bucks just to walk. You know, you've got to find parking. Yeah. You know, you've got to take you've the day off You've got to give up work. on finding parking and just park in a 15-minute spot and then <laughs> get a fine. Yeah, and then get a fine. This is, this, these watches, you could basically, you could, 
you could just get a, you know, instead of getting a parking fine, mm. you could just buy the watch. Buy the watch. Spend the money you would have spent on the parking fine. Mm. And incidentally, if you're going watch shopping, that is a real danger zone in terms of receiving parking Absolutely. fines. Because right? you, you clearly don't have a watch, or at least not one that you trust. Yeah. Right? And how long have you been away from the parking? Who knows? You don't know. You, you don't, don't know. have a watch. You don't. I don't have a watch. I mean, I do have a watch, an MVT watch, and it's great. Even if you, <laughs> you do. Even if you... I've seen it. Yeah. Even if you do... <laughs> even if you... I'm going to buy another watch. Yeah. I reckon just go online, buy yourself a movement watch beforehand mm. to take with you when you go buying this other watch. Yeah. Right? Then at least you'll know how long you've been in the parking space. And you'll save money on save, your new watch. You're still saving money off the parking fine that you would have got. Yeah. And to be honest, I reckon once you get there, you, you're wearing your movement watch, you've parked, you're well aware based on this watch of how long you've spent in the 15-minute zone. You're in there looking at the other watches. You'll realize you don't need that other watch mm. because the watch that you've wanted has been with you all this time. All it's the, the time. movement watch. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's got you through this experience. It's got you through this I think experience. they also sell sunglasses there at movement. Really? And, and it would be a great way to look up at the sign, you know, the parking sign. Yeah. And you know, even if the sun is behind it. Sometimes right? they're silhouetted. Or they're whatever. silhouetted and things like that, but, but with... <laughs> With movement sunglasses, which I'm pretty sure that they sell. <laughs> I think they do, yeah. <laughs> you'll be able to, you know, hardly without even squinting. Are you sick of squinting? Do something great and good for your eye muscles. Sometimes the light... <laughs> we are doing this ad for way too long. Sometimes the light <laughs> gleams off your watch, right? The light catches the watch and then shines into your eyes. Mm. Now, but if you had movement sunglasses... Yeah. You'd be, you'd, that, that wouldn't happen as much. Absolutely. I mean... If you didn't have a watch, yeah, that wouldn't happen at all. But then you wouldn't know what time it was. You wouldn't know what time it was, and you also wouldn't know where you were, because <laughs> you're because that you would have to be insane to not get a movement watch right now. mvmt.com forward slash think tank. Fifty percent off plus free shipping and free returns. Oh, look, I haven't even written down the pleasure pain hospital sketch. That's all right, Alistair. You okay if I don't? Yeah, I'm really happy with that. I'm wondering if there's a sketch in mm. having to, and I could be really stretching it, but yeah. is there a sketch in having to buy a watch before you go and buy a watch? Maybe. You know, like the idea of, you know, you don't know how much time, it's, it's, it's a bit tenuous. I think we're out on a limb there. It's a big limb. Hey, Which is where watches are, actually. They're very much out on a limb. Here's a die. <laughs> here's a dumb idea. Yes. Go out on a limb like your watch. Anyway, uh... Is a dumb idea. You know, glow in the dark. What yes. about this? Smell in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's a kid's it's a kid's thing. Yeah. You know, you hold it up to the smells, you know, during the during the day, like during the light time. <laughs> when it absorbs the smell. It absorbs the smell, but it doesn't release the smell until it goes until dark. The dark. Wow. I mean I like I I like that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, smell in the dark. Smell in the dark. And you could do it, like you know, you could little, you could trap it. You could, you know, do, play play pranks on your friends, hold it up to a sort of a weird smell during the daytime. Right. Then, like you know, stick it to their skin or their, <laughs> their school bag or something. Their like pillow. That. Wait until it's dark. Put it in their pillow. And then in the middle of the night, they'll be like, "What is that smell? <laughs> smell in the dark." <laughs> I I think that's a sketch. Uh, I absolutely do. I think, like, I don't know if it's you, you, you're going into like some kind of novelty store. 
Mm. I, mean, I, I think I think the, we can come up with a bunch of products like that that are like, you know, that are prank products. Prank products. I mean, I don't think there's as much innovation in prank products as there was maybe 60, 70 years ago. But even 60, 70 minutes ago, I, mm. I assume it's just constantly declining. The amount. Well, the best minds of our generation these days are focused on other things. Advertising. Advertising. They're all working on advertising to sell yeah. us things we don't need. Not like prank products. Not like <laughs> prank products like Smell in the Dark, which is a great product. <laughs> Sorry, that's my marketing degree kicking in. Um, smell in the Dark. Here in the dark. I mean, come on. Touch in the dark. <laughs> Touch in the dark. So it's something that takes the texture of something. It absorbs textures throughout the day. Throughout the while day. While the sun is shining. Yeah. <laughs> and then at night, it emits those textures. <laughs> now, what does that mean? I guess it could... A good question, and I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I guess it could be sort of like a, a miniature vacuum cleaner that absorbs little, pro- a little like air particles <laughs> yeah, okay. that are in the air. <laughs> And then, during the night time, it sort of blows those back out at you. Okay. It's sort of, it's sort of, you know, you keep, a, you, you have to put a magnet in your brain. But this is the smell like one, right? <laughs> Not no, no, the no. texture. No, one. no, this is the texture. <laughs> one. This is the texture one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. So it it it, it absorbs. Oh my god. Because the only way, like you know, unless it's unless it's like a Roomba or a Zumba or whatever the thing that goes around and pick, pick, picks up textures, like how's it going to pick up the textures? Well, uh, I guess it could well, work. I guess you know, in the way that you press plasticine against a rough surface, mm. right, and then it absorbs that texture. Okay, right, it takes on the inverse, but still the same sort of thing. But then it's plasticine, so it's kind of squishy. Yeah. But if it was like that, where it just sort of yeah, that's good. Takes it in, and then it kind of like take, takes it in, like on a kind of a conveyor belt of mm. you know, like it mm. goes like that, and it comes out, and it's got a length of Rolls like sort of, <laughs> and then it presses up against something, and then it goes. And then it goes inside, and then it's got a fresh length. Yeah, and then then it just has a clock in there, and then when it's night time, it, it just comes out again. Oh. I mean, it sounds bad. It but doesn't then, sound but good. It, I think in the night it must come and find you. <laughs> I think and that's then, it. And then push the textures push it, up against again, you against your fingertips. Oh, right? I don't know. I like I like that it's on something sort of more unconventional. But if it was a if it was yeah, I know, I know, a conveyor belt and pressing it against your wrist or something. Yeah, but, in your face. Or... But but if it was gloves, where well, it could be like gloves, mm. right? And then you touch stuff during the day, but yeah. you don't actually feel anything until night. <laughs> <laughs> it delays the, the feeling of that, the stuff that you touched. That would be perfect for people who, who <laughs> need to be able to focus on the stuff that they're doing during the day. <laughs> Right, not yes. to get distracted, not get distracted by distracted all those, by these, textures. By, by, by these sort of sen- your sensory organs. Yeah. Right, but still want to have a, a sort of a rich, full life, full of <laughs> textures, full of texture, and, and 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 you know, and touching things. So so it it, it they play out at nighttime. Mm. And it's it's like people who want to learn a language by listening to tapes while they sleep. Mm. You know, at the moment, all that sleep time, that's dead time. That's completely... Sleep time is dead time. Yeah. Right? So if we can... Anything that we can do to move stuff that you would have done while you're awake into doing st- that you, stuff that you now do while you're asleep, yeah. I think that's great. I think that's an efficiency, right? So Absolutely. being able to smell things. Yeah. The stuff that you would have... Stop yeah. and smell the roses. I don't have time. I don't I'll have smell it while I'm sleeping. Yeah. Now you don't. Now you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You smell those lo- those roses later on. And you'll be able to. This is another little slogan. I'll, you'll be able to smell these things when you're dead. 
What about this? Like, Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's almost a better name than Smell in the Dark. But, but Smell you later, and then you kind of just show them the, the little absorbent pad, a little yeah. absorbent. Like, maybe it looks a bit more like a sort of like a smoke detector, mm-hmm. and it just, but it just sucks in the smells yes. and then releases them later like a like that. Great. Yeah. Well, look, I've written down... Blows, blows it up your nose while... Blow it up your nose while oh, you're sleeping. That'd be great. If you went to sleep and you had to put like a little, like a little tube in your nose. Yep. What do you think it blows What are you up? doing there, Derek? Well, that's my new smell you later. That's my new smell in the dark. <laughs> I mean, look, we can argue about the name of this product. And we day. will. Yeah. Yeah, we can... This could be the end of our sale instead. This could drive us apart. It already has. Tensions are already pretty high. They're already really high, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been. I've. I've felt recently, like occasionally, I've, I've, it's occurred to me that I don't think. I think it's too late for us to be driven apart. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, but I, I think we're just too entwined. Uh, look, I think that you there's know, a change. Not only our limbs. Not just our limbs, Andy. No. Not just our tentacles and our root systems. Mm, but um, also our lives. No, but I think Andy that there's a there's a there's a chance. Like, I'd look, at the moment, it seems crazy. Yeah. Right? But that's also because, like, we've got a lot of work together. Yes. Right? And uh, I feel like, you know, uh, even without one of us sort of, you know, doing something awful to one, one another's family members. Or, <laughs> or, yeah, no, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. You know, or, or, or just doing something so morally repugnant, you know, on our own, but then we find out about it and mm. we, we have to eject the other one from our lives. Right. Well, because that would look really bad for our careers if we were absolutely yeah. we stuck around with that person. Yeah, if you had to distance yourself from me because of something that I did, mm, like a fart, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yes, but the fart could be a metaphor. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. for like some other horrible, yep. sort of less socially acceptable thing. Yep. Because um, a fart is like a socially unacceptable thing, but it becomes more acceptable the more you know somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. And also, it goes away in the air. Yeah. You can just open a window and it sort of Yeah. It 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 dissipates. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a like the opposite of a smell you later. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of more of like of a smell you now. Smell you now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, I'm trying to get farts rebranded cuz that word fart is kind of awful. It is it is pretty unpleasant. Smell you nows. Um anyway, so there's a chance that we could still, you know, go like, hey, remember those? Because what, what have we spent together now? Like, what, six, seven, eight yeah, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight so years. About, it's like, it's probably going years. on eight years, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm about to hit nine years in November of doing comedy. So maybe I met you after that. Yeah. So you're definitely already doing comedy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I think that, you know, let's say 10 years that we'll make it to before one of us does something awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, then, then 10 years will seem like a blip. In 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 our lives, yeah. you know, like like that, like the sort of almost twenty years that we spent with our parents now seems like a distant yeah, memory. Just, that was just a blip. It was nothing. I, I said it was my mum's birthday on the weekend. Weekend gave her a car that she said, "Great blipping with you." Yeah, it was really nice. Having Thanks that for the blip. blip. <laughs> um, oh, is there any sketch ideas in this? Well, I wonder if there's something in, and this is just a total tangent mm. that occurred to me, and it feels like maybe something that would happen in an episode of Seinfeld or something. Okay. But like the idea of relationship counselors, mm. but but somebody who you don't really have much of a relationship with asks you to go to a relationship counselor, like like an attendant at a car park or something like that, or mm. a uh, a convenience store person mm. that you see, you know, sort of maybe once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, 
ask you to go to a sure. relationship counselor. I, th- I find that quite interesting. Uh, I mean, it could even be just somebody who's like, let's say, in your workplace, mm. um, who is just one of the people you don't really talk to on usually. You're, you're, you're on. You're not on bad terms by yeah. any regard. <laughs> yeah. But you, your your relationships never progressed, mm. and they want to go to the counselor to find out why hasn't this progressed? What is it about us that we're not gelling, or why haven't we? Is it, is it that you don't know information about me? And this counselor basically is there to, fi- to, to, to figure that out. Yeah. They look... Or, th- or it could be that there's just been some small slight or some small break in that, you know, because any, any relationship has its ups and downs, hmm. right? And, you know, however, however minimal they may be. Like maybe you start going to a different convenience store or, you know, um, one time they don't have the the chewing gum that you like, yeah. right? And so that is, 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 a, is a problem in that relationship. And rel- relative to the size of that relationship, yeah. that doesn't seem like a, it doesn't seem like a big deal from the outside, but relative to the size of the relationship, that could mm. be a huge thing. Oh, absolutely. It's a breakdown. It's a breakdown. And then that is sort of what drives you to this, this I, thing. I guess this counselor kind of feels like everybody could be your best friend. That's a nice way to look at it, you know. And yeah. and everybody not only could but should be your best friend, and that's and why they can be, and they can be with a little counseling, and then yeah. we can figure out how to find some common ground between you guys to uh, you know help. And he, you know, basically, this counselor is like fertilizer for uh, for for two mm-hmm. relationships that haven't for a relationship that hasn't quite bloomed yet, yeah, uh, as much as it could be. Um, I think that'd be interesting because you know, in theory. That you know, the more times you go and see this counselor, the more best friends you have, right? And mm. you, you would come to the point where everyone in your life was your best friend, and it would almost, I think, make it um, difficult to function. Yeah. You know, having stru- such a strong connection with everybody that you meet, so many shared experiences, so much in common, so much to talk about, yeah, and so much joy as well from spending time with them. That'd be destructive to your life. Well, I wonder. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe to your productivity, mm. um, but but then I guess then it would the sort of the circumstances would be flipped, and then you would be best friends with everybody, but then there'd just be one person with whom you're worst friends, and in wow. in many ways, uh, that's the best friendship you've got because it allows you to do some <laughs> to stuff get alone. Some stuff done. You've got to spend some... a lot more time with that person yeah. so that you can actually. Well, no, well, you kind of. The time you had, suddenly you've got your life scheduled in such a way that you've only got a certain amount of time for every person, mm. and then the time that you would normally spend with that person, you don't you don't have to spend with them because they're your worst friend, and so then you have time to just do your own things like make bagels instead of rake leaves. <laughs> yeah, is that is that something? Relationship counselor who wants everyone to be your best yeah, friend. I think I think the scenario. Yeah, I think maybe maybe it went pretty far in. It we went, went a long pre- way, Alistair. We went far in, but. Uh, but I think a relationship counselor, somebody even asking you to go to a relationship counselor when they're not that good a friend, mm. why don't you think it's working out? And you go, oh. I thought it was. You know, I mean, you're a, you're a, uh, the um, you're the groundskeeper in my body corporate for these three buildings, and we say hi every time we we pass each other in the in the driveway. And uh, I thanked you that time for cleaning out that gutter. Yeah, and then and that's where it ended. I don't. Well, I haven't heard anything from you. You didn't. You know. <laughs> I don't feel like. I don't feel like it needs to go any further than that. I think that's why don't, that, you, that why is, don't you feel that, that is that relationship that is you know served its purpose. 
Well, well, we are not on the same page at all. <laughs> so, in a way, it just turns into this thing for like really needy people <laughs> to just have a little bit more leverage over people who are kind of like. <laughs> yeah, I no, I think we've got to simplify it. I think, I think, I think the original idea I think needs to be paired back so that it's not even that they want to be your best friend. It's just that they want this whatever this relationship is to work. Yeah, and as at for in and of itself. I think. Think, Al. That's what I think. Did you see something behind me? You seem like you're looking behind I me. Thought, I thought I saw a spot on the wall and I wondered if it was a nail hole. It's not important. It is a nail hole from my, Great. From my okay. vantage Thanks, point. Thanks, Al. Um, look, do you think that that's the end? Yeah, I think that's the end. Yeah. If I'm looking at nail holes on the wall <laughs> and speculating about the Malastare, that's how we know the podcast is over. Yeah, great. Well, we got alternatives for clothes. This is a, a sketch in which people have you know, uh, found alternatives for clothes, which yes. is a little sort of circular curtain rod with wheels that kind of travels around with you. A little trundle curtain. A little trundle curtain. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, it, and it sort of just hovers around your body. And, and if you want to reveal yourself, there's a little kind of little drawstring cord, cord thing yeah. that you can, sh- you know, so then you can show everything. Because mm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the big problem with clothes <laughs> is that there's no simple way to show everybody everything. Well, yeah, it's 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 quite a. Uh, it's more theatrical. Mm, yeah. Mm. Really, though, like, it would be the way it, things are revealed is the middle section first, and a lot of the good stuff's right in the middle section. Mm. But then some stuff's a little bit more closer to the, to the wings. So yeah, okay. No, but you know, so the more confronting stuff's in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And I guess when you walk around with your kids, you could just keep them in your curtain, and that's a good way to kind of keep them safe. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they'll be tripping over a lot on the bottom of the, on the thing. And they've got their own little curtains in there, oh, so you'd awful. have to have quite a big one. Well, I know, but you could just get a one family curtain. A family curtain? Yeah. Oh, that's quite nice. Instead of just like, you know, it's like the minivan of curtains. But then everyone's a different height, so they won't be able to see over the top. Well, that's the beauty of turning 18, is that you, get, you finally get a curtain that's tailored to your, right, your own height, and you can really see the world. Yeah. And not just when your parents are exposing themselves to people. You get a glimpse of it. <laughs> you only see the world when people have really shocked looks on their face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would, that would really affect how you grow up. And then we got another alternative <laughs> here, which is the alternatives for bed and shelter, which is instead of beds and shelter, you just kind of, there's just a bunch of hooks that dangle off of uh, streetlights. And uh, they'll hang at different heights. They'll hang at different heights, and they hang, and the hooks hang through your skin and stuff. Yeah. And um, and then we and hoist the dead up. We hoist the dead up, and, and the tracks insects, the and we live off the grub. Because <laughs> if a grub can eat you, then you can eat it. <laughs> um, and then we've got the reverse striptease universe. Yeah. Wow. Which is you know some guys at a, at a strip strip club where people people are just getting undressed normally. But yep. Then you follow these guys later on, and then you see them when they get undressed normally, they get undressed in a very sexy strip tease. But then they spot a person in their, let's say, gym change room that is just getting dressed in a, normally. Normally, and they find that very sexy, and they don't want that because they're homophobic. Yes, very good. I wonder if yeah, no, that's 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 great. Now, then there's somebody in a little in the shower there with the shower curtain, mm. and that's a reference to the other one. Really? The curtain world somehow. Great. By the way, I think uh, the alternatives for bed and shelter is the one that ants would like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the grubs. Except yeah. that they're being eaten. 
their larvae are being consumed, which I don't know if they'd be so big on that, yeah, but then that's they true. might well, respect it. Well, I, did, I know, but I didn't think that they were ant larvae. I thought they were like more like fly larvae. Okay, so there's fly larvae are what we're eating, and yeah. then the ants, are maybe they're subsisting <laughs> off other stuff that's fallen to oh, the Andy, ground. You're pandering to the ants now. Ant panda. I don't want to talk down to ants. But yeah, And then there's a boner killing club. That's the next sketch where, if you, let's say you have an erection, uh, a way of dealing with it is you just go to this kind of, mm. it's a CD strip club-like scenario, but you go in there and they show you real boner killing stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, like maybe like a, a, a reading of the Bible or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And none of the good I bits. guess that's kind of what church is. <laughs> um and then we've got uh, the next... the next. I think somebody just scrubbing out the inside of their compost, the compost oh, bin yeah. out, of the, out of your bins in your, at home. You've got the one that you put the food scraps into. Yeah. Somebody cleaning that out with a high-pressure hose yeah. and then a little... A rubber, uh, well, rubber glove's a bit sexy, but maybe they don't have any gloves, so they're just doing it with like a stick. See, that's good. Yeah, somebody I mean, scraping dog shit off the bottom of a shoe with a stick. Yeah, or, or even somebody could just be reading out our sketch idea for the alternatives for a bed and shelter. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the next sketch is uh, smell in the dark and touch in the dark. Um, and uh, and then the next one is the relationship counselor for relationships that aren't that good. Yeah. Or, you know, aren't that relationship Important. Yeah. And um, so... Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have you do that. And we've got some nice reviews recently on iTunes. Thanks and we so really much. appreciate those. It means so much. And we've got more people su- uh, supporting the Patreon, which been, is amazing. That has been so nice. If you want to find, I'll put a link to the Patreon in the description of the show. If and you if you want to click on that change. and throw us some change, that's delightful. It helps us to do this in some small way. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Or large way, depending on your contribution. I that, mean, if you want to give enough to for us to, mm, to live off for a year just by your donation, well, then yeah. obviously that is in a, a, a big. I mean, if there's any billionaires or trillionaires, yes, we don't know? want to rule it anything out. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I guess that you know, that's that's as likely as anything. Basically, anyone in the one percent. Or if you're an old person and you just want to donate your home to us. Mm. Uh, because, you know, the end is nigh and you kind of just think about, <sighs> yeah. you know, we'll take that. Well, if you are approaching the end and you've realized that everything is meaningless, yeah. then why not give your house to yeah. us? But you, know? you might not be able to do that through Patreon. So you'll just have to contact <laughs> us. Contact us on on Twitter. Uh, we're at 2 in Tank, and you can send us a private message. Yeah, at, even a public message yeah, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, at Alistair TB. Uh, at Stupid Old Andy. Yeah, or you can find us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, at, at 2 in the Think Tank. 2 in the Think Tank. And uh, yeah, just hit us up by a direct message and let us know your address. Yeah, your address and when you want the settlement to be. Yeah. And we can we can make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll work around you. Obviously, uh, you know we're building up towards that hundredth episode, so you know stay tuned. Get you know get everybody involved, but it's going to be like a ten hour episode. So ten it's be it could big. be could be twenty. Could be twenty I'm hours. Prepared for anything. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, exciting. Check uh, out Planet Broadcasting. And uh, we love, love you. You. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.